show you how the world goes. AG's we gon' show you how the world goes. AG's Convos, we gon' show you how the world goes. Take a look at the world we living in, it's falling apart. I'm quick to blast muscle and guns, but don't show hard. Time to spark a conversation, let that be a lesson. on the mic in the GB Entertainment Studios. You got me, A.G., and Mr. Kenny Schmidt. What up, dude? Welcome home, bro. Yes, sir. We, we in the building we today. finally in here. We said we are going to make it happen. Yeah, so man. We got to get out of, we got to get out the basement. Yeah, man. We, we take it down there. We made it out. We made it out of the basement, and now we here. We here. We finally Can't here. Can't nobody tell us nothing. Right. <laughs> Yeah, us now. Yeah, man. So yeah, welcome, welcome to the uh, to the studio. I, I can feel the vibe. I can feel the difference. Uh, it's it's a great vibe, and yeah, I came. Yeah. And this is this is kind of our little janky setup oh, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. We we piecemealing. We the room is soundproofed. Right. Everything is like you know what I'm saying. You don't even hear nothing. All right. <laughs> you hear nothing. <laughs> no vibrations. No right. nothing. Air conditioning running. You can't tell. People, I was, traffic I was, outside, I was playing the music down. earlier, and Arthur was outside the studio. He came back like, I did not hear none of that when I was outside yeah. in the hallway. <laughs> I came to the door. As soon as I opened the first door, I was like, what is that? And I opened the second door, and it was beating. Was beating. Like, Damn. It's, it had yeah. to have its blast. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's, it's the real deal, people. Yes, sir. We it, got it going, it, man. It I'm happy. Yeah, man. And we ain't even got the real setup going yet. I mean, that'll happen... Uh, Probably after next week, but yeah, after next week it'll be for real. For real. Yeah, man, it yeah. looks real, real nice in here, man. I like it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the microphone. It's another what episode number forty seven. Seven. Forty seven. We ended on the seven. There we go. We, well, yes, we, we started sir. on the seven. Started on the seven. Now we here. But yeah, back to the uh, back to the AG's convos, man. How was your How was your week? Uh, my week's been great, man. I've been. Um, you know, it's holiday season, yeah. so it's a lot of partying going on at work. Everybody bringing in food. I'm being a little fat kid and eating all types of sweets and cookies and all types of crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, we just, we just smashed that jet pizza, so. Oh, man, that was good. <laughs> Banging. First time I had it, too. <laughs> Lawrence keep telling me, you got to try jets. got to try jets. pizza. I'm di- I did, so I'm glad I did. But, yeah, man. That's the best part about working for somebody. You got all this company and people bringing in food and mm-hmm. having these. I'm in this big ass building, ruffling it. Yeah, you know, I, and we I got, got a to, kitchen too. So, and, and I'm still not eating right. So <laughs> I got to get my shit together, man. I got to focus. You got to put a whole bunch of health, healthy yeah. food in the in the refrigerator yeah. one for when I come here because I can't be eating pizza every time I come Hell to the studio. No. I got I got some granola <laughs> bars in that boy, some Nutrigrain bars. I'm gonna put or some fruits, apples, and oranges and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. I need stuff like that, man. Yeah, 
be nice to have some company in here because I know you're going to be in here oh, probably yeah, more I'm, than me. I'm here yeah. now. Once I came here uh, last week and uh, hooked up the, um, put all the programs on here. Yeah. And we got Pro Tools running. We got uh, all our, everything's running right. So that's what's up. We back, baby. That's, that's the key. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, I uh, it's been a busy week for me. Every week is a busy week, especially trying to get this all set up and ready. But try to enjoy it a little bit, man. So we went and saw the Spider-Man movie on Friday. And dude, I'm not going to give nobody no spoilers, but if you ain't seen it, you are missing one hell of a performance. Mm-hmm. That movie was unbelievable, man. I I, I know it was. I, I Somebody was like, you going to see the Spider-Man movie? I'm like, dude, I'm not going to see Nothing, not where where all this COVID stuff going around. But yeah. if you're a true fan, you're gonna get out there yeah, and see it. You're gonna find a way. You put a mask <laughs> on. You're gonna make it happen. But I'm, I'm not a movie did. guy, so yeah. I, I I could care less about Spider Man or the Matrix. I, oh. Actually, the Matrix I actually care about. Man, listen. Because I like Ma- the Matrix. I definitely mess with the Matrix. I'm literally sitting outside, tapping my fingers, waiting for the theater to open. <laughs> the Matrix is a whole different story. That takes me back to my child, man. Anybody that know me, when they hear The Matrix, they probably roll their eyes like, here we go again. Let me get in there. <laughs> here we go again. The Matrix. The, the Matrix they, is definitely uh, one of my favorite movies. Every time I see it come on TV, yeah. the, even the, the first one is my be- my favorite one, actually, to me. Really? Yeah, because I just, it's, it, it, I, I always like when a movie gives you, like, what it what is going to be about, um, the gist of it, and then when the second part come out, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I really just like the first one, and I don't really want it to change. Right. So I don't want to watch the second one because right. I don't want somebody. To, I mean, I understand Neo is the one. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, <laughs> can you just let him be the one and oh, not, nothing change. else? Nothing else happen. I I think the way that trilogy played out was like brilliant. Because it was brilliant. They put the, the the just the first three parts. Yeah. Because to your point. It wasn't like Neil's the one. Now this person's the one. Now th- it wasn't like they were trying to like yeah. change the story. They just built on the story. It yeah. was just an, a deeper understanding of the characters. And man, when they finally got to the end, I always thought that uh, part three was the best one. Part th- the one that just came out? No, part three, the third one in the original trilogy. Oh, I I've never seen. Actually, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I've not seen, but the one. The one first one. Oh, you trash. I told you, you I, I don't I don't like to change it once I find Dude, out you once he beat it. all the, the, the people, I was like, Yeah, that's no, the end. Man. That's just like that's no, just like man. uh John Wick. I watched the first one. You never seen the other two and John never Wicks? seen none oh, of the you others. are missing out. Cause it's like, all right, he got his revenge. I'm happy. Nah, man, you missing out. Dude. But everybody say that. Everybody you be like, why did you out. not watch the other ones? They are good, bruh. And I'm like, mm. I, I, part. I mean, okay, part one of the original Matrix. It tells the story. Mm-hmm. Part two deepens the story, and part three makes sense of the whole story. Oh, okay. And this new one, part four, it just. It just brought it all back. I ain't I ain't gonna give nobody no spoilers, but man, when I tell you, but here's the thing about this movie: you got to be a real cerebral person to even enjoy it. Yeah, and that's what I was just telling somebody a little bit ago. It's like Spider-Man. You could be a kid. You could be an adult with a superhero fantasy. You can be into all of that, and you can get it. Or you can be a geeky kind of person because Spider-Man was this real smart yeah. kid. You can get it. You can understand it. You can enjoy it. With the Matrix, it's so cerebral. Yeah. 
it's all about how you think, what's going on in your head. And if you're not in tune to that, you will just tune this movie out. But if you in tune to that, and you in tune to what The Matrix was really supposed to be about, which was the connection between humanity and science, and more important, about how easily people can be manipulated, dude, it, yeah. to me, it was the shit. I mean, I I, I think I would enjoy um, the all of the other ones, of any other movie. Yeah. It's just that I like to just live in whatever moment I'm in, though. Like, I'm in that moment, leave me alone. Right, right. I'm straight. I, I'm straight with that first one. Y'all can have all the twos, the threes, the fours. Nah, man. No, I don't want to see nothing else. No, man. Take your ass. <laughs> I mean, they all on DVD or, you know, fire sticks or whatever yeah. now. You can get it easy, but you got to see these other two, man. Especially on The Matrix. Because if you don't watch the other two, don't waste your time going to see the new yeah. one. Yeah. I, I, actually, I, I'm, if I ever watch anything that just come out, I'm going to have to go backwards. I'm not yeah. going to. I never skip. So it's always like, all right, let me see get what's going up. on. And then I'll come to the new one. Right. Um, unless somebody kind of like, I'm sitting in the room and they watching and they like, bruh, just sit here and watch it with me. And I'm like, <laughs> right. dude, I ain't even seen the other ones. Nah, right. Yeah, and you can't watch these out of sequence. Yeah. It, it, it'll completely destroy the whole And story. I think that's, I, I mean, w at one point in time in my life, I just got all the way out of sync with um, movies. In general. In general. Yeah. Like, it was like, all right, real life. Everything real life. Um, right. I'm, I want to be a rapper at one point in time. I just wanted to do things. I'm in the studio all the time. Right. There wasn't no time for movies. You just right. doing what you like to do. I'm out partying. I'm just doing me. Huh? Right. But in the end, when it came down to a conversation with somebody, right, and they really watched all these things, they like you ain't seen that. I'm like, no, dude, I don't watch movies. <laughs> uh, hey, you missing out. I am. Take your time. Watch this one. <laughs> watch it. We got to watch the first three. And trust me, anybody tell me they ain't watched The Matrix, I usually like, okay, sorry. Especially like when I yeah. first met my wife, she was like, oh, I've never seen it. Dude, we hit the brakes. He <laughs> said, hello. We, we going you, to we, go to the, we no, about to go watch that right we, now. <laughs> I think we were actually like on our way out somewhere too. Mm -hmm. but she, and we were just talking about movies. She's like, oh, no, I've never even watched The Matrix. And I was like, oh, we got to cancel our plans. And I made her sit and watch all three parts back to back to back. Wow. She was like, why are you doing this to me? She got it once we saw it. You know what I mean? And I don't think anybody ever enjoys it as much as I do, but it don't matter. It don't matter. She'd never seen Scarface. She told me that one day. Oh, stop. Stop. Got to watch. Got to watch that. Godfather. That was a bad one. That I've never seen Godfather. Oh, man. See, we, can, and we can't even be friends right now. <laughs> what the fuck? You ain't never seen it? I've heard all the stories about Godfather, like, because people always talk about it. You've never seen none of the I've parts? I've never watched any of the Godfather. Oh, what in the hell is wrong with I've you, I've watched man? Scarface. We might have to watch those here at the studio as soon as we hang up. Man, as soon as this I'm episode's over. I'm that with you, they, Arthur. They, you they might three well hours of peace, man. <laughs> you, you're going to work from here tomorrow. You talk that. <laughs> I'm not watching. It, dude. I'll be asleep. It ain't gonna happen. Oh no, man, that's some good cinema though. Though you you missing out, man. You I know. know I, I mean, everybody. It, it's it's referenced so many times oh, and so yeah. many things. You seen Scarface though? But I seen Scarface. Okay. Hell yeah, I, I had we, to watch that. I said we go in this pot if you. No, no, nah, nah, I seen Scarface. <laughs> Scarface had to get watched. Right. Uh, but that's when I was in my little gangster days, so right, I had right. to watch that. But right. uh, I just never. 
really sat down and watched any of them little Scarface. I mean, them uh, Godfathers the and mobster movies. Yeah, mobster movies. I think I tried to get into Sopranos at one point in time. Yeah, and, sure. and my dude in college was trying to get me to watch that with him, and I probably watched a few episodes. Right. But I instantly ventured off on that, so I don't. I just know. I think for me, man, and you know, there is a lot of storytelling, obviously, in movies, but. I think for me, it's almost like period pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some weird. It's a ghost <laughs> in this motherfucker, man. Lights going off and coming back on. What the fuck? How the hell did that happen? I don't know. Somebody, you just somebody, pointed that shit out there. Don't, don't point that out to me. Somebody shit. fucking with us. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, y'all in my studio. All right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Ain't no ghosts. I'm just fucking with y'all. I'm just fucking with y'all. We're just playing with the lights. No, some lights right, flickering. Right. We don't know what the hell going on, <laughs> Yeah, you about to have people like, oh, I was about to book. Fuck. Hell no, nah, I ain't going in there. They talking about some ghosts. Lights flickering, yeah. But no, I, I think movies tell a story, man, and they tell a story about a certain time. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about them because I can show these movies to my son now. You know what I mean? Like, this was life when I grew up. Boys in the hood and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Menace to society and... You know what I mean? Yeah. So he could watch these movies and be like, man, it was really like that? Like, yeah, it yeah. was really this like was that. It was really something you that know? was going on. And if you want to understand what the grown-ups was doing, what the big boys was doing in the same realm, you got to watch The Scarface. You know, yeah, this man. is this was on that next level, you know yeah. what I mean? Or or Hoodlum or, you know, for I think that I period. was in the, I was in the 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 uh, era of uh the black gangster movies basically. Yeah, because I've seen all those American. Are oh, you talking about old ones like American? No, Gangster I'm talking about like that? the Boys in the Hoods and oh, all yeah, that. Yeah, I've yeah. seen street all those yeah. street gangster movies. Yeah, I watched all Menace. of those. Yeah, but I've never once it came down to like the mobster movies. Yeah. It's like Scarface, and then everything else was like, yeah. all right, I ain't, I'm cool. Yeah, Goodfellas. Yeah, I, none of that. Well, I mean, we're not Italian, so we don't we don't connect in the same way. You know what I mean? But those stories created so much. Of black culture, yeah, it did though. As it relates, especially in music, but they, I think, it's because they're so uh, graphic. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. The way, the way things happen, the way they killed people, the way yeah. it, it was just it. It was us glorifying the wrong shit, like we've been talking. No, about. I'm I'm talking about the the gangster. I mean, yeah, the the, uh, the, the Scarface and yeah. the mobster ones. Us, they was yeah. they were super duper graphic, right? That's what I'm saying. Ours was kind of like, all right, we had a drug dealing going on there. Somebody might get jumped and beat up, yeah. bled, bled. But then right. you get some drive-bys, and they it is real dramatic on the drive-by parts. But right. other than that, it wasn't really gruesome. But in mobster movies, yeah. gruesome. It was well, like that's what I'm saying. A, a bat to the head, right. boom, you like. And then yeah. keep doing it. Like, hold on, hold <laughs> on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> well, that, but that's how it was back then, though. That's what they was about. And then they put them in the ditch and bury them. Like, right. oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Good fellas, man. That shit wasn't no joke. <laughs> but, you know, to your point, though, that's what we grew up on. Yeah, we did. And, it, and, you know, I think at the end of the day, we probably, like I said, we probably took the wrong information from it. Yeah. Because all it did was made us better drug dealers and more graphic fucking fighters on yeah. the streets. But that's what we grew up on. Sorry, people. We didn't have the Mickey Mouse, you know, goofy TV shows like y'all dealing with now. No, we no. had some real life shit that we was actually experiencing on the streets and then seeing on the big screens. Mm -hmm. You know, set it off. Set Juice. it off. That was, that was real life. 
and uh, New Jersey Drive. New Jersey. Oh, that was my that was shit, dope, dude. That was my shit. <laughs> like that really depict the whole carjacking thing. Like oh, I, and at the time, I, before I seen that, I didn't even know carjacking was really like a big thing uh, in places. In Jersey, it was always like like because it wasn't big in did. Cleveland. People no, weren't getting carjacked like, like that. that. No, you know what I'm like saying? That. I remember gang culture when gang culture was in Cleveland, real heavy. Like mm-hmm. the folks and the uh, vice lords, vice man. lords, and all that. That's when I was in like elementary. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then all of a sudden, gangs kind of went to church, and everybody just started claiming streets. Right. (laughs) Well, and and, you know, it's funny because Cleveland has always been more geographical territory than anything. Like this is my area. Yeah, Yeah. Miles Harvard, Kinsman, Saint Clair, Fifty Fifth, whatever. You know, you've always had those neighborhood collaborations, Mm -hmm. but then gangs started infiltrating those neighborhoods, and then they had their influence on those neighborhoods yeah so you knew which neighborhoods like if you were on st Clair, there was probably vice lords if you were over here they were probably folks there was your bloods and crips here and there but you know it, it, it was just a weird era yeah you know what i mean in inner city culture so i'm realistically i'm glad that a good chunk of that is gone yeah because i think the ones that came after the fact were significantly more gruesome oh yeah oh yeah you know the 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 LAs and the or AL I guess whatever they were called the you know all the different gangs that came yeah yeah in yeah. the late 2010 era up till like now the motherfuckers was like no holes barred yeah, know ain't, I mean? it ain't no ain't, uh you know Cleveland got what heartless felons yeah they're 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 one of our biggest gangs here mm-hmm. and they basically run the jail always loyal yeah. Always loyal. They, they. That's my area. You know right. what I'm saying. Your area. So, they came, and I, I knew a couple of people who died in that. And oh, I was yeah. like, we Damn. all do. We all do. From, I mean, because it was all over the place. Yeah. And at one point in time, it was like there would be like four, five, six, seven day stretches with mm-hmm. two, three people dying, like, and they were all connected. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And people were like, oh my god, there's been. 18 murders in the last 10 days. Dude, it was I used really to, like one. It was it was this one kid, of one of my my little my youngest brother's one of my youngest brother's best friends uh got killed. But before he died, him and a whole bunch of them other little ones they was part of the beginning of it. Hmm. Uh one day I woke up one morning and this is when I stayed on gay. Mm-hmm. And uh it's a street people. Um, <laughs> it's called gay. It's, I, I'm not gay. I just it's just a street right. called gay. Um, and I came outside in the morning. Go ahead. And uh, when I came outside in the morning, I was like, um, came out on my porch, mm-hmm. and these three little niggas was sleep on my porch. Sleep? Yeah, they sleep because my porch was like closed in. Okay. With brick, like you couldn't see once you get on one side of the porch right. if you land on the on the ground on the porch, and all of them had guns, on the porch. They would sleep with guns in their hands. Damn. And I'm like, y'all slept out here? He like, hell yeah, you know what I'm saying? We was, I, they probably did something, mm-hmm. whatever they did, and then they went came on my porch and laid low right there and ended up falling asleep right there wow. with their guns. And I was like, so y'all just slept right here. Well, but I thought nothing of it because them, them, I mean, they cool little dudes, you know what right, I'm saying? But right. they was into some stuff. Well, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and that's an era that still exists. Yeah. You know, but so many of those dudes are getting locked up or getting killed or whatever mm-hmm. the situation is. 
it's rough, man. But hopefully these dudes are waking up to some of the opportunities that are available to them. They're trying to make better decisions. I know a lot of them are going to jail and coming out with a better head on their shoulders, but it's some rough shit out here, man. Right. And, you know, I'm I'm glad I don't have to live in the inner city anymore, but there's still a lot to be learned yeah. in that environment. So I don't know. That's, that's you know, maybe that's a topic um, we could talk about with some – Actual people that are in it, you know, like we don't know them. <laughs> yeah, you know, we got more than enough studio space now. We yeah. get some people in here and be like, "Why the fuck y'all still doing this? Why is y'all still into that?" <laughs> right. But some of them is just a way of life, though. Yeah, and and you can't get around that, especially when you live in that environment. You know, when we lived in that environment, it was yeah. like, "Hey, look, I don't care if you don't want to be a part of this or not." When you know these dudes come from this part of town, yeah, and you they start, my friend. Yeah, and they start <laughs> jumping on everybody from our neighborhood. Your ass better knuckle up, yeah. or else when we get home, we coming to see. Oh yeah, you know what like, I mean. That was just a part of that. the process, right? You yeah. can't run from it. So, yeah, that was that was life in the '90s in Northeast Ohio, yeah, in man. Cleveland. It wasn't nothing to be played with, that's for sure. I know weird I, times, but great I lost times. a lot of friends before I turned eighteen. A lot of them. <sighs> yeah, you know I mean, and and I, and it's crazy because I didn't though, and I was just I, it was crazy because I started bragging about mm. how. I've never really lost any of my friends. Really? Like, my friends, all my friends are still living, and uh, we all still good. You know what I'm saying? We oh, all wow. still out here. Right. And then all of a sudden, uh, I think Darrell died. Right. Then Matt died. Right. Then somebody else died. Yeah. And I'm like, hold on. Now, I, I was bragging now. Now mm -hmm. everybody leaving. Hold on. Everybody told you, quit your bragging. <laughs> <laughs> I don't brag about shit. Like, dude. But it, yeah, it, I, I it, get it, though. It lasts for a long you, yeah. time because people lost people very, very young in their yeah, lives. Right. I was just fortunate enough not to lose too many people in my, my young life. Yeah. But as I got older, in my, I think probably it ain't start till I was in my 30s when people right. start dying on me. Shit. And I was like, damn. Dude, one of my best friend's house caught on fire. I mean, it wasn't to no crazy shit, but his house caught on fire. I think we were fourth, fifth grade, sixth mm. grade, something like that. Dude, I, I'm telling you, I can remember friends dying in elementary, middle school, high school. Wow. Summer breaks. It didn't matter. It was it was but always you was, there. You, you was from that area, though. Well, yeah, I mean that's, that's the area a big you part was. The, yeah, the area you was from. I mean, I was. I grew up in that same area, but probably a little bit down further from you because yeah. I know I, I grew up on Elmarge. Yeah, I grew up on Kinsman. I grew up on. I grew up in the area. Right. We moved around a lot. Right. Right. But everybody that I ever met and was my friends, like they, everybody was still living. Yeah. But in your age group. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it too. I mean, even though it's like two, three years from my age group, it was Whole totally different. different. Ball game. Totally. And we different. were on a we were on the tail end. You know, we were actually. It was better in my senior year than it was in my junior or freshman year, because mm. things started to get a little bit. And by the time y'all started coming into high school, it wasn't as bad. Yeah. You know, but when we came into high school. I mean, my best friend in the ninth grade died. Yeah, you know, I remember you telling spring me break. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I don't know. It was it was it was a weird it was a weird era. You know what I mean? And I think part of the problem is that history has a tendency to repeat, repeat itself, itself yeah. if you're not careful, and that's kind of what you kind of have to be on the lookout for nowadays. And I think that's one of those things that we as parents and we as elders and people who've been around for a while now, we got to be conscious of what 
we remind these kids of. Yeah. Don't don't let these influences really get to you to the point where you start to make dumb decisions, because, you know, it don't take a lot of effort for your life to be over. Yeah. And it this, doesn't. This city is more than capable of ending your life in a heartbeat. So think twice about dumb shit. You know. Think twice about dumb shit. You're right. So yeah, man. That ain't what I came on here to talk about yeah, today. It's holiday you season. Even what said, the hell? You all and drunk. you ain't. You know you ain't. And that gives us uh, what I wanted to talk about today. You, well, know, you ain't no, hit us with that cause yet cause because we went totally left. Yeah, now. we went totally left. Now I could have spent it, but no. Nah, you know. So there's two things going on. Yes. So I've had this. Um, I've been having conversations with people that listen to the show. And like I talked about last week, you know, it's a serious show. We talk about serious shit. You know, people kind of want you to, you know, lighten it up every so often. I don't know how light I can be. I, I've just come to realize I'm just not a light, easygoing motherfucker because right. I don't live in an easygoing world. No. But, you know, one of the things that people have told me is, you know, and we talked about this once before, get your opinion out there. Yeah. Not just your perspective. Just get your opinion out there. And I always look at, and I say this all the time, I bring up these issues. I want to address the issue. I want to analyze the issue so we better understand the issue. Right. And then you have your conversations about what's right, what's wrong, what your opinion is. Mm -hmm. But apparently my opinion means a lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, you I, have a and I get it. You know, <laughs> I get it. I I feel I feel sometimes like it's almost condescending to say, well, this is what I think, and that's all that matters. You know what I mean? Because that's not who I am. It's like, right. yeah, I have an opinion on everything. you know. But if my opinion is going to influence yours, then I'd rather not speak on it. But apparently, my opinion gives new lights to certain issues. Well, so, you have a great... Your opinions are good opinions, though, Arthur. You don't understand how good those opinions be. That's why people like to hear them. I get that. It, so. It's it's not that they can be false, but the way you lay them out, it sounds so good. You lay them out there so it. good. Like, I get it. I get right. it. But he's wrong. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, just because that's a, my opinion don't yeah. mean that's the right answer. The right answer, the right. I mean, but again, there's fact and fiction, truth and false. And then there's opinions. To me, opinions is a whole different thing. Yeah. They're not meant it's just to what be I think. right or wrong. That's right. just what I think. And that's why it's always to me, it's like, it's what I think that important in trying to help somebody address this particular problem. Yeah. Maybe it is because I think different than most people. Yeah. So right, they like, I dude, it. I don't I think it. like Arthur thinks. So when he right. gives me something, I wouldn't have never thought that. Right. And that's, I guess so, that's the value in it. Wow. He thought like that? That's great. <laughs> so I, I will incorporate more of that into my my podcast. The other thing I really want to do, especially now that we have this space, mm -hmm. I really might start like bringing people in. Yeah. Because again, this is supposed to be conversational. Yeah. But it's just me and you. You know. Oh what I no, mean? no. I, I get it now. Now that we have this professional space, I'm I'm pretty sure we're about to have a million guests. Well, we can have guests in or just people like, almost like an audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? That could chime in with questions, feedback. Because I love when people rebut. I mean, I'm not like Dave. I don't want people to just not like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when people don't agree with me, that's good. Because now it kind of opens up. Right. The and if you, and have you and I aren't like, you know, A and A plus. You yeah. know what I mean? We, we have our differences and our perspectives. But I think, you know, I need to get some some – Right wingers or yeah, somebody that's gonna really, really give you know I mean? me 
a reason to really like be like, you is wrong. Don't do that. <laughs> right. But I like that you said that though. Right. I get it. <laughs> I don't agree with it, but I get it. But help me understand why it yes, should yes. be considered. Yeah. You know so I mean? we can. I, I can get what you're saying. Like yeah. an audience, and then if somebody want to say something, they just step up to the mic hey, and be like, hey, start... you know, that was some bullshit you just said. Well, why you say that? You know, what I mean, let's have a conversation. Like, go ahead, and step yeah. up to the mic, right. tell them something. Right. Talk to me. <laughs> Talk to me, brother. Talk to me, sister. Yeah, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. So, But getting back to right now, and we're going to spin into that a little bit because, you know, it's holiday season, man. Mm-hmm. And, and it don't even seem like it. No, it doesn't seem like it at all. Mm-mm. And what I think is kind of distorting it is just the state of the economy and and COVID and all of these crazy things that we've been dealing with over the course of the last 12 to 18 months. I think it's starting to take its toll. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, I've been thinking about holidays and family holidays are supposed to be like the family time it's supposed to be the time when families get together they do this they do that yeah and a lot of that isn't happening because of covid because people aren't really comfortable being in big crowds or spending a lot of time with other people but it got me to thinking about holidays and family and some of the things that kind of get maybe ignored right for instance parents me and my ex I don't have this actual situation, but imagine this situation where she wants to come and visit our child mm-hmm. for the holidays. Well, we don't get along. What kind of dynamic does that create? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you got all these relationships that are broken. Kids don't necessarily know any better. But you kind of have to put up with this baby mama or this baby daddy for the sake of the holiday. Right. So I was thinking about this, like, well, what about, because I know a lot of people that have children by people they can't be around for domestic violence reasons, but now it's holiday time. How do you tell your kids, sorry, pops can't come over because I got a restraining order? Wow. So they just put up with him or her for the sake of the kids for the holiday. What kind of environment is that creating? You know what I mean? And the main reason why I was thinking about this is because I was having a conversation with somebody who was like, you know, this is about to happen, and I really don't know what to do about it. Mm. You know, I'm like, well, not. it's not like you're alone. You got uncles, aunts, cousins, brothers, somebody that can come over just kind of keep the peace. No, not really. But I never thought about that. Like, damn, imagine you got a kid by somebody. You're a woman. You got a kid by somebody who beat the shit out of you. You get him arrested. He goes to jail. He comes back home. But he's got visitation rights for his children. Well, you're the residential parent. Right. So they got to come to your house to visit with the kids. And there's no court order that says he can't do it or she can't do it. There's no court order that says it has to be monitored access or anything. And you can't stop them necessarily from doing it without causing more problems for yourself. Who's watching out for these people? Uh, No one. It's probably a lot of that going on. But, But can you imagine what's happening in these households during that? And then now, because of COVID... You know, mom and pops can't come over. Brother and sister can't come over. Somebody got COVID. They don't want to get you sick. Whatever the situation might happen to be, you're just kind of on your own. Yeah. So what do you do when you in that situation? When you are a woman in that situation, like I'm, I'm stuck. What yeah. do you do? You, you can't do anything. You, you have to. I mean, my, my thing would be, uh, no, you. It's not about to happen. Right. I mean, I don't care what the court order says. It's just right. not about to happen. See, that was my take on it. Like, <laughs> it's you know, over with. And, and, again, it's like 
I'm trading one extreme for another. Yeah. I can let them in and deal with whatever come, or I cannot let them in and deal with whatever come because I'm holding them back from seeing these kids. Or I got to deal with the kids who don't get to see Pops because, you know what I mean? But, and again, I'm fortunate. I've never been in that situation as a parent or as a child because yeah. my father never abused my mother and I never abused my baby mama, you know, or my ex-wife. But it's like, damn, there's people really going through it out here. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious about how people might handle a situation like that and, or how we can actually be better at preventing them from happening. It's it's no it's really no way that you can really prevent it from happening. Um, the only thing I would suggest that is that women just be careful and and if you do have those situations, make that situation a public situation. And that's where, what, that was my take. Where you where you go out in the public and y'all he can visit his kid. Yeah, with we go you exchange there. gifts. And and we, yeah, we can, right. we can go out to eat. Chuck E. Cheese or something, right? You can give him all his gifts. <clears throat> Y'all can have a good old time. We can go to, I don't know, Dave and Buster's. I don't know. Just, right. just go somewhere open. that's just right. perfectly just open. And I know that I'm not in harm's way. I know you ain't going to harm your child. So we cool. And you can be cordial. And I can have a conversation with you without you flipping out on me. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, all that. Because that's what usually happens. Exactly. And in closed doors, it's like, yeah, da da da, and then he say something smart, and then she end up saying something smart, and he he's a abusive guy. So he like, uh, you know, you ain't gonna say that to me without me smacking the shit out of you, right? <laughs> and here we didn't started, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's a thing, and I think it 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 speaks to another a much deeper underlying problem, which is how police respond to domestic violence situations. Yeah. A lot of these dudes never even get brought to task for the abuses that they're putting on these women. No. And it's obvious they're doing. You know, you show up, she's bleeding, she's this, she's that. In certain like in in Cleveland, they just got to assume you did something wrong and they're yeah. throwing you in jail for 72 hours. Yeah. But there's certain towns I remember when I lived in Florida, I can remember somebody getting the living shit beat out of them in their own home mm. by their husband or maybe it was a boyfriend, I don't remember. I was I was in an apartment and I remember this happening you know, a couple doors down, police came, everything, and they basically told her that she can either leave and find somewhere else safe to go or she can, you know, go back home. But they didn't take him to jail. They didn't kick him out of the house. They didn't really force anything on him. Mm. And it was blatantly obvious who the aggressor was. She yeah. was bruised and everything else. But he had his story, she had hers, and realistically, because nobody called and complained, they just kind of brushed it off. And we see these stories. We see them in Texas. We see them in California. You know, people are, like, calling for help, calling for help, and then they get the the abuser gets pissed off when the police leave, and now he, she dead. Yeah, you know it's what over I mean? with. Well, You're going to die right. today. You know what I mean? But <laughs> where's the accountability piece yeah. from the law? You know, and, again, it's holiday time. We're forcing people into each other's company. Because mm -hmm. of this, for the sake of their children, or because of court orders, or whatever the laws may happen to be, if you got a, a visitation schedule with a court, this might be your year to have the kids for Christmas. Mm. You know what I mean? And she might be like, you know, a week ago he tried to run me off the road. He saw me at the grocery store, and he threw an apple at my head. And now I got to let this motherfucker come in my house and take my kids. Take your kids. If I trusted him with my kids, we'd still be together. You know what I mean? That kind of situation. Yeah, I, I seen a story this morning. I, I was up 
I didn't go back to sleep after I uh, took Tia to work. Mm-hmm. And I just turned the news on. I never watched the news, but today I did. Mm-hmm. And somebody went into somebody's house while they were asleep and poured hot grease on them while they were asleep. Her and the, her and her baby. Her baby? A dude did it? Like a I don't know who did they don't they don't know who this because they did wow. it and and bounced. Wow. Like literally poured hot grease on this on this lady and her baby while they were sleeping in the bed. Wow. Where was this at? It was somewhere here in Ohio, somewhere in Cleveland, like a suburb somewhere. I don't know. Damn. I think she Just, was a They think, live? Yeah. They're gonna recover. Wow. But they got extremely Scars. bad. Yeah. They said the grease was hot enough to singe her hair. Wow. And they poured it on them while they were sleeping and then bounced. They didn't take nothing out the house. They didn't they just did that and bounced. So that was just straight emotional. I don't response. know what she was into. I don't know the Damn. full story of that, but that's how right. that story panned out. And I was like, that's crazy. That's foul. But again, <laughs> that's where we at. Where we at, right. What the somebody hell? breaking your house and then just pour hot grease on you and then bounce? If they broke in. Oh right, or was they was might already have had there? Might a key, or might have already been there, right? Hmm. But they knew the house well enough to know. I mean, if it was caught on video, I'm no. Assuming? Oh no, she just told the story. This is this is just the story that came out. And dude was like, "I've never seen anything like this in my life." Wow. The police said that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just I feel like people are so full of hate and grief and pain and, and suffering. I mean, there's people dying like crazy. You know, a good friend of mine just lost his twin brother mm. to cancer, like literally in the last few days. His funeral is coming up. Who wants to have a funeral? I hate funerals. right before Christmas. You know, what I, I mean? hate him, and I. And he's a parent too. I try my best not to go to him, but yeah. when they have to be gone to, they have to be gone to. But it's like, man, everybody's got a reason to be sad right now. Everybody's got a reason to be angry right now. That's why I had my. I was riding earlier, and I had the Christmas uh, station on one hundred two, one hundred two point one. Yeah, and I just listened to that because I'm like, dude, maybe this will get me in the mood. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it kind of did. You know what I'm saying? Right. Gave me a few places I can go watch some lights or somebody having yeah, a yeah, good yeah, display. Yeah. Like go here, go there. Center Ridge, I think it was this one on Center Ridge that they told yeah. me to go see. And I and he said he'll have that up till January fifteenth, so it's, it'll be up oh, for a minute. Cool. Um, but yeah, I was like, all right, it's getting me a little bit there, but there's no snow, so it's really throwing right. me off. Yeah, and that's the other thing. The <laughs> mood isn't right. It's throwing the me off. The totally. vibe way off, as they would say. <laughs> there's no snow, sunshine. And they said it's supposed to be 50 degrees on Christmas and raining. Yeah, that's weird for Northeast Ohio people. That's weird for any part of the North. Last year, it was a blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> it, was it was snow everywhere. It was snow. So I don't know. I mean, there's a house in Wadsworth to the the Griswold house. Oh, really? That dude basically mirrored the whole house, every every element of that house from uh, a Christmas uh, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas. Uh huh. Yeah. Every element of that house is in this house in Wadsworth. Oh wow, so really? It's actually, pretty. If you're a fan of the movie, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. He he dude who did the one in Cinder Ridge. He said uh, he is a professional light guy so mm-hmm. he was like the lights that you see on it's like two houses next door yeah. to each other he was like you'll never see these lights any other place because oh, you can't wow. buy these in the store right, you know what i'm saying right. you got to be a professional to have these lights nice and they they run them off of a generator so he was like that's how we really basically get oh, the yeah, power yeah. 
But he's. They said it's. I mean, on the radio station, they talk about it like it's one of the dopest things they ever seen. Well, Probably. it's his first year doing it. So oh, it's, it's his like, first year. Okay. Yeah, because he ain't never did it before. Yeah. Well, this house down in Wadsworth, they've been up and running for like 10, 15 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a. It's like a local attraction down there. Yeah. We I'm, try to make it down every so often, but, but yeah, man. We. I mean, I think we got to get in the mood. Yeah, in the mood. I think we got to get in the spirit of the holidays. You know, a whole new year is about to start. Everybody was praying that 2021 was better than 2020. Not really. Nah. You know what I mean? And this is why I don't brag. Because I remember, uh, it might have been two or three. No, it, w- it was a while ago now. It was right before Darrell died. Mm-hmm. Um, because right before he died, like, my father had died and a few other people had died. And I remember thinking to myself, like, you know, I'm so glad. I can't wait till this year is over. It can't get any worse than this. And they got and worse. They got it got a lot worse. Yeah. And then I said it again that year. I was like, okay, it must have been two, but it can't get any worse than this. And then that's when Stuart and they got worse. Darrell died. And I was like, oh, I'm never saying that shit again. No, because they, if I say it now after losing Darrell, I can't imagine what worse would be. So I'm gonna just accept it for what it is. You know, what I mean, shit happens. You got to deal with it. Move on. Man. So that, and and now with all this with. I mean, it's it's bad enough people die from natural causes or cancer or, right. and all this other stuff, and then you got COVID that is like the uncertain death. Like, yeah, like may or may not. somebody might get COVID and die. Somebody might get COVID and just be cool and just get sick and just right. quarantine and get come up out of there. Right. So when you hear someone got COVID, you'd be like, hmm. Mm. I don't want, I just I, yeah I've been through that before <laughs> right. and it's and not it's not a good look and right now it's running rampant in Northeast Ohio oh rampant I mean I've had every well I'm I think I'm the only person that hasn't had COVID in my house in the in the last 14 21 days oh yo your, your wife didn't. caught it again my wife caught it my son caught it I didn't I never tested positive my daughter never tested positive mm. but my son and my wife did. And they yeah. never had a symptom though. No, like she she just tested ne- or positive. We all oh. we we were testing ourselves every other day, just to make sure because we're coming out going in. We wearing a mask or whatever, but you never know because people was getting it and not even realizing that they have it. That they have it, right? And then she's like, "Oh, we went to such and such house, and all of a sudden she got the sniffles, or this person got a cold. You better take another test. You know what I mean? Just to try to stay on top of it. But like I say, we were doing it like every two or three days because they say it take a couple of days to show up. But it's like, well, maybe Monday's test don't show, but Wednesday's test would, but I'm not going to test it Thursday, and now it shows up, and that's when I, you know what I mean? You don't know when you pick it mm-hmm. up, right? But they were getting symptoms. They took the test, didn't have it. Took the test the next day, didn't have it. Took the test the ne- next day, they did. Mm. Test positive. Okay, well, we know when the symptoms started. We know when you tested positive. We can, but And it was just like, I got an itch in the back of my throat. Or a runny nose. No headaches, no muscle aches, none of the actual COVID symptoms. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, well, quarantine, stay your distance. Stay over there. I'm I ain't playing with you. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, and you know, and it's like, you, maybe you get it, maybe you don't. But right now, I would almost guarantee you probably like 40, 50% of households in Northeast Ohio has it in. Oh, house. yeah. Right I know it's, been, it's in my family heavy right now. Right. Uh, the governor just activated the National Guard. Yeah. Today. They, and they they've been doing uh, COVID tests. Um, they they had it set up where they were doing. Um, they were supposed to be doing over a thousand people, but more than 
Well, they were supposed to be doing a thousand mm-hmm. uh, COVID testing site, and they end up doing. Uh, they got to the thousand, and then they start turning everybody else away, and it was over. A, I, I don't even know how many people showed up to that testing site, wow. but they was like, "Was this no. the one downtown?" Yeah, the one downtown, yeah. Yeah, the I big heard one. About that, yeah. And Please then you know the there. one uh, Cleveland Clinic, uh, one hundred and five been jumping ever yeah. since this thing. You see them pulling up, and you like everybody's sick. Everybody's trying to figure out if it's they got scary, it. It's scary, man. And you know you you feel for especially for the older people that are getting it. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's a lot of the older people who are not getting it now. Right. It's all the younger ones now. Because at the beginning of this thing, it was all older people. Right. And they were getting dying. smacked, and they right. was dying. Right. I know because I work in a place where there's a whole bunch of old people. Right. And they was just getting Going up out of, checking right. up out of here. But now, you know what I'm saying, the hospital's still running. You know what I'm saying? They kind of dumbing down the, the quantity of people there. Right. Uh, but other than that, they like, all right, everybody here vaccinated, got their boosters. We right. kind of cool. We under control. But the only thing they kind of watching out for is now is the employees coming in there, kind of right. passing it around. And right. that's... I, I came in from the outside. I came in there today, and I was talking to Tia on her floor, and she was like, "Why is the kitchen everybody? It's like the management is working the line, the food line now, because everybody's testing positive for COVID." Jeez. And they sent two of the supervisors home instantly as soon as they got there, because they went and got tested as soon as they got there and had a positive, re- positive thing. They're like, "Oh, y'all gotta go." Y'all gotta go, and you know, I know, um, I know a lot of people that have had the shot. That have had the boosters that now have the virus. Yeah, and 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 I I keep telling people, dude, this is not a vaccine. It's really a preventative measure for you not to die. Right. And what you know, I saw another story. I can't remember which state it was, but their rule was, if you took the vaccine and you had a positive test after so many days of taking the vaccine, you don't have to quarantine. Yeah, they were saying that, yeah. How does that make sense? It doesn't make sense to me. Like you saying, basically, still come to work. If you ain't sick, come in here. Right. If you don't have if you don't have symptoms, well, no, if you, yeah, if you took the vaccine and you get a positive test, you don't have to quarantine. As if, you know, having a positive test means you have the, the, vac, the, the antigens in your bloodstream or mm-hmm. in your system. So that means you can pass it to somebody else. Right. So are you telling me that I'm going to pass a version of it that won't kill somebody else or that won't get somebody and else And they sick? say this version is uh, stupid quadruple times the yeah. first one. So it's very, very contagious. Right. And you can pass it along super duper fast. Me, right. We see it right now because everybody got it. Everybody got it. Right. <laughs> everybody like, yeah, I got COVID. My whole timeline, I got COVID. I got COVID. I know. It's I crazy. got COVID. Like, What? But I mean, is it becoming the flu? Is it becoming the common cold? I, I I think it is, and I also think that people are not taking proper precautions when right. they go outside, right? Because you you kind of get outside and you get lackadaisical. You right. know what I'm saying? You you don't think about the consequences of your you touching surfaces. You're doing right. this. You're doing that. You. You might put your hand in your mouth. You might do this. You might do that. And you ain't doing what you're doing, what you was doing when COVID first came right. out. Right. You're not hand sanitizing. You're not you washing doing your none hands. Of that. You're not wearing the mask. And then you're not social distancing for right. real, for real. You know what I'm saying? You should right. be going back around your friends that you probably ain't been around in a long time from the first time. Exactly. And 
it's causing and the clubs and all that stuff is still open. And here comes and, the holidays. And most of the people that I see on my on my timeline, these are people who go out to clubs and go out right. to parties. Right. And they Looking popping up talking about some, yeah, I got COVID. Yes, you got COVID. You, you always COVID. outside. <laughs> you don't even not go outside. Right. You always trying to be in somebody's club, somebody's party. Right. You're gonna get COVID, dude. Right. <laughs> so what's the tie-in? You know, it's it's a rough time. Yes. People are scared. People are angry. People are frustrated. They're they're bored. They're mad. They're every 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 negative thing you can think of is running rampant right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And here come the holidays, and it's just another situation where you either going to get deeper in that frustration, or you're going to force yourself into a situation that may not be comfortable. Exactly. You know what I mean? And when it comes to COVID, I think you know my opinion is. <laughs> Stay your ass at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't get me. I get it. Everybody's everybody's sad because they're not going to be able to hang out with certain friends or family. But I would much rather say, hey, my Merry Christmas over the phone than give her a hug on December 25th and bury her on December 31st. Yes. You know what I mean? I don't need I don't need to hug you that bad. No. I can wave. We can FaceTime. We can find a I way. Can, so I can talk to you. I just bought my mama an iPhone. We can definitely FaceTime. Right. Yeah, you you an Apple team now. <laughs> I'd be like, Ma, I, I, I can tell you the recipes of what I'm cooking. You can cook right. the same thing. Right. We can have the same taste in our right. mouth. All that. <laughs> but I'm not coming over there. I, I will screencast <laughs> to my TV, and we can just sit and pretend like we're in the same room. Yeah. Nobody know the difference. It's just it's just not worth it. It's not worth the loss. There's no. too many. I mean, I'm telling you, like, I don't know, four people in 10 days mm. that I know that's died from COVID or some complication thanks to COVID. Family, friends, you name it. It's like we we don't. There's nothing I need that bad. It's like death is becoming like the norm to a lot of us now because of all this COVID and like it, I remember when if somebody close to you died, it was a very very sad situation. It was, an event. It yeah. was like a sad sad situation. Right. But now I can be on my timeline watching some of my friends go through death with about somebody they lost. Right. And I'm kind of numb to it. It's like not even affected. Well, yeah. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. I I lost somebody too. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, and it's not that I don't care that they lost whoever they lost, but it's like everybody's dying. So it's like a a thing. But this goes back to my point. There was a point in time when people cared enough about each other, and it's not that you don't care. It's just that you can't connect. Mm -hmm. You can't connect to that person because either you can't get close enough to connect, or you just went through the same thing yourself, so you're still grieving. You know what I mean? There's all of these things tearing us apart. Mm -hmm. Every single day, it seems like there's just more and more things literally trying to separate us. But what are we trying to do to get back together? Nothing. That's my frustration. What are we trying to do to actually reverse this process? Yeah. It's real easy for you to find a reason to be pissed at somebody or to hate somebody or to, to, to lash out at somebody. But ain't nobody trying to like just connect, even if it's virtually. You know what I mean? You got to do it. You got to check up on people. You got to make sure your lonely friends aren't hurting themselves because there's a lot of that going on. Mm -hmm. There's suicide is still crazy. Depression is completely off the. I mean, think about how many people have lost parents, children, um, spouses, 
just in the last 30 days. Yeah. And now they're about to go into their first Christmas without this significant other. Yeah, I was reading tough. a story, dude, I was reading a story yesterday about a mother who was taking her three kids and her son's girlfriend to some event. And a drunk driver hits them. The mother lives, the girlfriend lives, all three of her kids die. What? All three of her kids die. Mm. She's, you know, significantly injured. She had, well, she had six kids, seven kids, six or seven. I mean, it was like she had a bunch of kids. But she lost her three youngest children on the same day at the same time, and she was in the car with them. And it was a family, like the Brady Bunch. Could you imagine all of the girls in the Brady Bunch dying at the same time? That's the and worst then, thing. And then, like, two weeks before Christmas? You know what I mean? What kind of what kind of state of mind are they? And and then it took her. A while. They couldn't tell her right away because she was in she was touch and go as it was. But they finally had to break the news to her. She's like, "Look, I know who was in a car. Which hospital are they in? Where are they at? Where are they at?" And they had all three kids at three different hospitals. So the father gets the story, and one of the other sisters get the story. Oh, we took the mother here. Oh, okay. So we're gonna go there. Well, where are my brother and sister? We don't know. Their names aren't on the list. Well, they didn't know their names to even acknowledge or they to identify still, they them. Were John Doe's. They right. were John Doe's, and then they happened to be at other hospitals. So they just started calling around to different hospitals saying, hey, is this person there? No, 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 we don't have anybody here by that name. But as a matter of fact, we do have somebody that just came in from a car accident on mm-hmm. such and such a street. Oh, okay, that's him. How's he doing? Uh, are you a relative? Yeah, well, we need you to come down and identify the body. Mm. That's how you find out that your brother died or that your sister died. And then you got to go across town to a different hospital. You got to go across town to it because there's nobody. All these hospitals are full of COVID patients. Yeah, they, So they had nowhere to take them. They had to literally send four, five people to four different hospitals. The girlfriend wow. and the mother were the only two in the same hospital. Everybody else was somewhere else. Because they were the only two still alive. They were only two so still alive. So everybody else was yeah. like, we'll just put them in different places right. and see what's going on. Right. I mean, it's just a And they were all John Doe's. Yeah, they wow. were in the same car, but we we can't identify none of them. So just put them wherever they fit in. Mm, Crazy, mm, dude. Mm. This was in um, Louisiana, I think. Wow. And, but now they got to go to Christmas. You know, they she, mom's still in the hospital. Christmas canceled. Christmas is I don't, canceled. I don't, right. Yeah, Christmas. We right. ain't doing that. Right. But that's one story that made it to the news because of a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. But, you know... 600-something thousand people have died from COVID. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You know what I mean? Where is where is the sense of community that's meant to kind of... Yeah, we're, we're supposed to kind of like band together. Band, and, now and now we, got, we, got, we got two halves. We got the vaccinated, we got the unvaccinated. We got... And everybody's telling the story, ah... Uh, See, everybody got vaccinated, and now they now they going in here, and they they got COVID. That's why I'm gl- I'm glad I didn't get vaccinated. Right, you are one part of the problem, brother. Yeah, the vaccination didn't save such and such. She died anyway. So you saying just because you you would rather just die from not having it than die with it? That's what you telling me. Well, or or you would rather you know risk somebody else dying right. because you didn't have it, catch it. And survive it because you took the vaccine, congratulations. But the 15 people you gave it to, eight of them dead mm-hmm. because you didn't want to take it. So, and again, everybody knows I was anti-vaccine in the beginning. Yeah, I was yeah, skeptical yeah, yeah. about the vaccine. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And I think now we're a whole year later. There's almost no reason to have this conversation anymore. Right. We're so much further into the manifestation of the vaccine because it's a vac- it's a virus. Oh, they found a way to kill version one. Create version two organically. Create version three, four, five. I mean, for all we know, there's 20 different strands of this virus out here, and we're only aware of six or seven of yeah. them. You know what I mean? The virus is going to find a way to live. That's what it's designed to do. It's designed to survive. Mm-hmm. And it's going to survive by feeding off of us. And it'll feed off of us until we die. And the only thing we know that even slows it down is a vaccine that you're skeptical about because it's new. They said half of, they were saying on the news this morning that half of the National Guard, only 50% of the National Guard is vaccinated. Mm. So and they out here running the streets. They can't. The ones that's not vaccinated can't be deployed to oh, these places. I got you. Yeah, I got you. So they don't even have as many national guards as they should. Now, right. mind you, when you get in the service, period, they vaccinate you for all types of crazy stuff because right. you might be going to other countries and you might be doing all this other stuff. But what 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 are we doing here? Like now is this, and you're trying to tell me that. You're not going to take this vaccine, but they didn't shot you up with all types of other vaccines just so you can be in the service. Right. And now you're going to say, well, I'm taking a stand with this one. To me, we're past that. We have to move towards saving lives, not protecting our civil rights. Right. Sorry. You know, you want my opinion. There's my opinion. Yeah. Sorry. You know (laughs) what I mean? And, And don't get me wrong. I get the whole issue of rights and all this other shit, but. People are dying because you're being persistent about your defiance. Yeah. Now, what if what if 100% of the U.S. was just vaccinated? How would you think this picture would play out differently? There'd be a whole lot more Christmas dinners. Yeah. And a whole lot fewer lonely people. And that's a lot of the, mostly the little young young people talking about, I ain't taking that. Yeah. I ain't, and only because of what they see on social media and somebody else saying. Right. It ain't even That's about the narrative. It ain't even about what they really truly believe in. Right. It's just like, oh well, none of my friends is doing this, so I'm not doing I'm it. I'm not doing it either. That's just the narrative. And we gotta I mean, we gotta own that to some extent. You know, our society created that narrative and now it's costing us. It's costing us lives left and right. You know what I mean? And you know, we're talking about two separate issues, obviously. Well, we're talking mostly about COVID, but <laughs> that's because COVID is literally the most rampant thing in our country nah. right now. But, you know, mental health is the part that plays into the relationship and the, the domestic violence issue, I think, that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Most of the, in my personal opinion, <laughs> I think most of what we see as it relates to domestic relations issues is somewhere deep-seated in a mental health catastrophe. Yeah. That's just manifesting itself or playing itself out as abuse towards somebody else. I think this abuse is coming from somebody's instability. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is everybody knows somebody that's going through something, but nobody, everybody's not doing something to help that person. Right. Because if you knew four people, if you knew if you knew one person that was dealing with a mental health issue and four other people knew that same person, if all five of y'all were trying to do something on that person's behalf, they'd probably be a little bit better off. Oh, yeah. 
You know what I mean? But we, and, and everybody knows this person has a mental health situation, depression, whatever the situation might happen to be. But who's actually taking the time? Oh, I'm going to do what I can for him because that's my dude. Well, I try, but I ain't got time right now. No, first thing kids. we say is, I'm staying away from that dude. Right. And I don't want you to staying away from that me. dude, it might harm somebody else. Right. Because now because, he or she feels right. alone. And now I got to go deal with this baby mama of mine who rejected me, which is why I'm alone in the first place. Mm-hmm. And the last time I saw her ass, I punched her in her mouth. This time I might break her fucking neck. You know what I mean? Because if it wasn't for her, I'd be living at home with my kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We don't know what's going through these people's head, and we don't ask them. So we can't know. So what happens? We just throw other people into these shitty situations. You know what I mean? So in my opinion, again, I, I really think that the family members of people who know that they're dealing, they have a relative dealing with something like this. If you know your daughter got a crazy ex that's coming over for Christmas, be there for Christmas. Yeah. I don't care about COVID at this point. Mm-hmm. Because COVID might get you sick. He might get her killed. You Instantly, know what I mean? Yeah. Older brothers, cousins, uncles, what you know somebody that's in a complicated if or put it this way, I'm not gonna say you know somebody, but if somebody's in a complicated situation, somebody knows about it and they need to take steps to protect that individual. Oh yeah. But I don't know if that's happening. I would say it's probably not happening enough because a lot of this domestic relationship goes uncovered. But at the same time, those victims need to be able to speak up and say, hey, you know, sorry, mama-in-law or ex-mama-in-law or whoever, you know, sister of my ex. You never knew this, but this is what your brother used to do to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm only telling you this because we're not having any family over for Christmas because of COVID. And he's on his way to see his kids. And I don't know what his state of mind is right now because he just lost his job. So if you don't mind, can you at least talk to him or talk to me on the phone while he's here or maybe even stop by and yeah. make sure he don't do nothing Why don't stupid? you come over? Yeah, Because I'm scared out my fucking mind right now about where his head is going to be at when he walks through the door and we got a Christmas tree up or my boyfriend is here and he's still pissed about the fact that whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Somebody's got to care. Somebody's got to care. Somebody's got to try. Yeah, I and get I, it. And I feel like there there are more than enough people out there that have the means to, you know, participate in these situations. You don't want to get the police involved. They trigger oh. happy. Yeah. They're frustrated. You know, they didn't lost cases. You know, they like, fuck everybody. You know what I mean? I don't want to be a part of that situation. Or... Mm-hmm. They're going to blame somebody because they're dealing with the exact same thing. Right. Do you ever you ever see the statistics on domestic violence and domestic relations issues with police officers? Mm-mm. The motherfuckers are beating their wives on a fairly consistent basis, but they can't say it. Who am I going to tell? The police? I am the police, them. right. You know what I mean? They go cover for him. But I was watching the special about that. It was a while ago now, but, you know, they were talking about how often public service officials – get swept under the radar for all the shit that they do wrong. The judges that drink and drive, the police officers that beat their wives and all this other craziness. And we know these soldiers are coming home with PTSD and everything else. Who's checking on these people? Nobody. Watch out for your family. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you got to to step out here and and do what you got to do for these people because a lot of them just don't have nobody. My, 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 My cousin... She had posted a post on Facebook, and it was a video of her making coffee. Okay. Mind you, 
She making coffee in the most weirdest way. <laughs> what do you mean? Like the weirdest way. You never know what people be going through. But she like, <laughs> this is she just put a video up and she's like, this is how I gotta make my coffee. Okay. She had like a coffee filter mm-hmm. over a, a cup. Okay. With a with a with a um rubber band around it. She put the coffee on top of that. And she had a pot of hot water, and she was pouring the hot water on top of that filter mm-hmm. and waiting for the water kind of to drip through. And that's how she got her coffee. She's like, by the time I get, and then she's on the post, she's like, by the time I get done with this, I'm probably going to have to put the coffee in, in the, the microwave, microwave it ain't hot because no it ain't hot no more. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I'm looking at this. Now, this is my oldest cousin on my father's side, so I'm right. looking at it like, hell no, that's not how we live. Right. I don't live like that. And I wouldn't want my a coffee maker costs twenty five bucks. <laughs> if you don't have, if if she don't have twenty five bucks to get a coffee maker, I will buy her. Guess a what you getting ma- for Christmas, right? Dude, I call. I said, "What is your address, cousin? Right. Please send me your." I will not let you be on Facebook, and you part of my family struggling, and, and you struggling like this, right? And I'm like, dude, who wouldn't just go buy you a coffee? Ma- or why wouldn't you have the money? But who knows what yeah. she's going through though. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I don't, I don't, I don't be around her. I, I think, well, from what she posts on Facebook, it seems like everything's cool, mm. and everything's great. She got kids, she cool, but at the end of the day, she probably ain't got enough money to buy what she really want to buy. She's taking care of her kids, and that's the other part of it, man. That facade. Everybody's trying to put on that image, you know. Yeah, I, I never know. I never that. knew that she was going through that, and now that I know, that's what she's going. I'm, a, I'm gonna have to pop up on her one day and go to her house and exactly. try to see what's going on in there. Like, what's going on in your house? Exactly. Because she invite, invited me over there, and I just never been. But well, so she invited you out of just no. The well, clear blue? well, she was one. One of my cousins had passed. Okay. And when he passed, she had made she's very crafty. She makes little things. So she had made these little things and I was like, Oh, I want one. She was like, Come get one. So she sent me her address. Mm-hmm. So she invited me over. So I'm like, All right. So I always had her address. Right. But I just never went over there. It's but I'm gonna have to, to pop trip, up. Bro. I'm gonna have to pop up on her though. And she might have been calling you for a reason that she couldn't necessarily tell you over the phone. Because a lot I mean, pride is another one, man. Pride is one of those things that a lot of people they they're struggling. But I can't tell you I'm struggling. I'll yeah. show you I'm struggling if yeah. you come over, but I can't tell you I'm struggling. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I just I just check up on her. I went on Amazon, got her a coffee maker, put her address in there. I said, "Cuz on Thursday, be on the lookout for something in the mail. Merry Christmas!" And she just got on there, wrote this big old speech like I just got done crying my cousin just called me and told me that he got something in the mail for me I wonder what it is because I didn't tell her what it was right and people commented on that that post but they was like girl if you if it's that bad say something I would have just brung (laughs) you the coffee maker which is like let her borrow one right and I'm like no Go get her one. What are you talking about, borrow one? Well, I mean, everybody ain't got it. You know what I mean? Don't but comment still. it then. Yeah. <laughs> Don't comment if you ain't got it. That's corny, I, I, dude. I got a coffee maker you could use. No, ain't no using. <laughs> I, she need to have that. 
It's 25 bucks. Either go get her one hey, or man, don't say nothing. You blessed, bro, because <laughs> when somebody needs something, you can give it to them. And that, a lot that's of people, fine yeah. for me, but I'm just saying, don't, don't yeah, comment just yeah. because of something's going on. Like, girl, I could have just yeah. brung you the coffee maker. Yeah, don't throw shade. No, right. you could have just bought her one if you know that she's and going through that struggle. Right. right. And just, I, I didn't post, I didn't comment on it, I didn't right. like it, I didn't do anything. I just hit her inbox and was like, what's your address? Right. And I guess she probably thought it was out the blue. She probably don't even know I seen that post. Right. But when she get that coffee maker, she, she gonna, gonna know, know I seen that post. <laughs> she gonna be like, oh, he oh, must have seen that did. post. Right. <laughs> that's what's up, man. Yeah, we, man. we just gotta we gotta be on the lookout for people. People are struggling right now, and they may or may not tell you, but we gotta be on the lookout, and we gotta we gotta hold some responsibility when things don't go according to plan. Because I think that's the other part of it. Yeah. Like, oh, you hear what happened to such and such? Yeah. Oh man. You know, I knew they were struggling, but I didn't know it was like that. Well, you should have knew. You should have knew. You was hanging around that person all the time talking you about you ain't know nothing. You should have knew. You know what I mean? And I think to some extent, no, I'm not saying go fucking kill yourself because of what just happened to somebody other than you. Yeah. But care enough to find out. Yeah, find you out. You know what I mean? Especially when you know that they're in a troubling situation. You know, you got an uncle or aunt or a cousin that lives by themselves that has medical deficiencies or whatever situation is, and you don't call to make sure they don't fall up the steps or fall down the steps, you don't even know that they're okay? How is that? Mm -hmm. and, and everybody can't own everybody else's. I can hear all the people, in the, I got my own problems. Well, I got to worry about theirs because somebody do. Yeah, somebody got to worry about somebody it. Somebody got to be at least be aware of it. If you don't do nothing but call 911 and say, hey, my uncle just fell down the steps, mm -hmm. at least make the phone call. Don't let them lay there for four days and die. Mm -hmm. Because nobody cared to check on them. Don't let you know you your 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 nieces and nephews just oh, I ain't talked to the kids in a while. It's been two months. And then they've been sitting at home since Christmas because their father fucking went nuts and then disappeared to Mexico. You know, I'm not I mean these are extreme situations, yeah, yeah, but just, we know yeah. this shit happens. Yeah. Because people don't care to take, you know, to, to check in. So just check in. That's all I'm saying. Just gotta check on you your check in. Check check on your strong friends, check on your weak friends, check on everybody. Everybody. Everybody right now needs some type of checking on. Myself I, I don't included. Need, yeah, me too. I'm like, I, I mean, I'm not saying I need a coffee maker. No, you know I'm just I mean? saying but, though. But at the end of the day, it's like, dude, you might think I'm doing very, very good, but still ask. Yeah, I, it don't I hurt might, to ask. Yeah, I, I mean, might tell you a story about something petty, but it's right. still gonna be still, something. Just, can I get it off my chest? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Everybody don't have somebody at home. Yeah, you know what I mean. And sometimes the people you have at home can't help you. Can't help you. You know, I got a three year old. I'm gonna mm -hmm. sit there with a glass of wine and tell them about all the shit happening at work. No. <laughs> I need, a, I need a grown up, you know. So that's all I'm saying. I, yeah, I just, you know, it's holiday time. People need to know that people care. Yes, sir. People need to know that people are watching them and that they're 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 at least willing to listen if they can't help, and they're willing to help when they can. So, be that person. That's all I'm asking. I get it. You know, still a heavy episode. Sorry, that's what I do. <laughs> uh, but at least you got my opinion on some shit. You know, you know that I think that. And worst case scenario, defend yourself by any means necessary. Yes, sir. If ain't nobody going to check in on you, if ain't nobody coming through to make sure you're all right, if ain't nobody going to hold off the psychotic-ass little brother or big uncle or whatever, be ready to put that motherfucker on his back yeah. when he come back talking that craziness. Mm -hmm. And when your kids say, Mommy, why you hit Daddy with a frying pan? It's because Daddy hit me with his fist, and I wouldn't go let that happen again on Christmas Never. Day. Sorry. So... I just think it's necessary. That's me. That's my opinion. <laughs> I, I would go to jail. 
You know, I would be okay going to jail if somebody came through the door talking about they was about to kill me. No, you're not. They're going to be complaining about you on the next episode. Yeah, I'm like, sure listen, they are. You got too many opinions now. Well, <laughs> you get one extreme or the other. I'm sorry. <laughs> he I can go back silly, to right. just being me, or I could tell you who I am. Right, up exactly. To up to you. But no, I um, like I said, it's a Christmas episode. Um, by the time you hear this, Christmas will... No, we should probably put this out on Christmas. On Saturday? Yeah, let's call it a Christmas. Yeah, I guess. Why not? Get you a, a day early episode. Yeah. You know, Merry Christmas. Because it's Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. Merry it's 7 Christmas. Right, right, right. It's on Christmas Day. Hey, Merry... <laughs> I should have started that way, but I didn't know that. But I do hope that everybody has the most peaceful holiday possible. I know that a lot of people are suffering. There's a lot of people suffering with you, so don't ever feel like you're doing that alone. But, you know, whatever's happening... Try to make the most of your ability to push through it. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Love the people you still have because they may not be here the next day. That's it. This is AG's Convos, and we out. We gonna show you how the world goes. AG's Convos. We gonna show you how the world goes.